0: Any artist that is in pursuit of a career is facing fear, obsessive self-judgment, overthinking, mental and emotional barriers. My name is Luther Mallory. This is the State of the Artist podcast. State of the Artist podcast. This one is about other people's opinions of you and your art and how they totally limit your creativity and how they keep you very small and how they ultimately affect your career progress and your life. And this is the State of the Artist podcast. If you haven't subbed yet to this channel, I'm doing podcasts. I'm also doing these supplemental videos to, to see uh, what else I like on here. So I'm actually taking this shit seriously because I have a lot to say to artists about the artist brain and behavior and all things progressing towards uh, a career as an artist. So sub it up if you haven't on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you... Uh, get these things, but YouTube, there's extra content. Meanwhile, other people's opinions of you. So to break this down, first, we want to look at a concept that I'm calling the artist and the audience dynamic. So we're visiting the two sides of the transaction of the artist, the artist, the one who shares and the audience, the one who receives what is being shared. Okay. So follow me for a second here. If you were a, so we have a musical artist, okay, let's say, on stage, and they play a show. And so that's the artist on stage presenting their art. Then you have the audience off stage receiving the art. And they, the audience is a great time, okay? This audience member loved the show. And so after the show, you stick a mic in that person's face and you go, you loved the show, why? And they go, I don't know. It was just a great show. Rarely do people really dwell on these things. It was just a great show. It emotionally moved me. I loved it. And you go, but why? What was the job of the artist on stage that got them to move you emotionally? And if they could think about it a bit, they'd go, okay, well, it was somewhat of a guided meditation led by the artist on stage using their own brains gibberish in the form of songs they made up. And although I was 90 feet away, they still presented them on stage in a way that moved me emotionally. It felt a little bit like a, a preacher or a really good storyteller. And you go, that sounds like it would take a whole lot of energy to move an audience full of complete strangers into an emotional experience. And they would say, yes, it sounds insane, the amount of energy required to channel that, to be the spiritual leader, the person in charge of the room using their art to move people emotionally. It sounds intense. And so the dynamic of the artist and the audience is the artist is the one who shares. The audience is the one who receives and does what? The audience has one job beyond just receiving the art. And it's to be judgmental of it, to judge the art. The artist shares, the audience receives it and judges it. And we know this because... When we're on Spotify and we hear a new song that comes up, it takes us two nanoseconds to begin to judge it. And we don't immediately go, well, I wonder where this artist is from or what their mother was like or where they worked when they were 15. We don't. We just go, sucks. (laughs) We just go, sucks. Sucks. Hate it. That's all we do. We're at a live show and the drummer misses one 16th note on the hi-hat and we nudge our artist buddy and go, drummer sucks. And they go, drummer sucks. We just judge it. Right? Or the drummer was great or the song is great. We just decide yes or no, good or bad. That's all we do as the audience, the viewer of the art. It's the only job. When I was not a vegan, I used to like Big Macs and I've had many Big Macs and every time I was like, this is delicious and I don't care who made it. And if the artist of the Big Mac were there, they'd be like, it took me 10 years to dial in the Big Mac. I tried 1,500 types of salt. Did you know that? And I would go, I don't care. It's my job to judge your work. That's it. I don't give a shit how long it took you or what your life story is. Does not matter. Good or bad. That's it. McDonald's is, of course, disgusting now as a vegan. And Big Macs are gross. And now, there, the artist loses again. (laughs) Now the art's not even any good to me. So, that's the artist and the audience dynamic. And if you transplant that into life, you are the artist. Walking around your apartment all day, Trying to summon that energy. Trying to summon that source energy. Trying to stay in that spiritual leadership mode where everything is just happening so you're sensitive to the inner and the outer world enough so that you see a cigarette dangling on the edge of a fence beside your elementary school and it reminds you of teenage rebellion and you write something about it. That's what you need. You need access to inspiration. So it takes a lot of energy to do that. And non-artists don't get that energy. And people that aren't you don't get that you need that energy all the time. So what it looks like in your life is you're the artist trying to summon this energy. And, And one night you're chopping vegetables, getting ready for dinner, and the person you live with is chopping something else over there and you're an artist, so you're chopping, but you're zoned out, and you heard Wu Tang earlier, so now you, you start to rap or something like that. And then it always happens that way, so you're chopping and you're going, I atomically. Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses. Can the final I'll be dropping these mockeries? Lyrically perform on robbery, flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me, battle scar, shogun, explosion, when your pen. And you lose it into the recesses of your mind because you're creative and you're a performer and you love you're getting into it and then the person you live with goes hey we have to eat tonight we have to eat tonight could you finish chopping the vegetables and less wu-tang and it ruins your life to be shot down in that way it ruins your life And it's so funny. It ruins your life when someone disregards your emotional creative state. It ruins your life. Four days off ruins your life. But what's happening there? You're the artist in your own story in your life. And you start to present something. You start to create something. And you present it. And it's out of context because it's vegetable time, not Wu-Tang time. And so you present it, and that's your job to share your life and your art and your experience. That's your job as a person. And then the people that are around you, it's their job to receive what you're sharing, and they're going to be judgmental of it. Maybe not outwardly, maybe not vocally, but that's what we do. Any new person, we judge 1,500 things that in 12 seconds on them. That's the job. So just because it was vegetable time and they said, I don't want to hear this right now. I don't like this art right now. What you're sharing right now. My opinion is it sucks right now. And you go, (laughs) (laughs) what? I was channeling God during that Wu-Tang piece. And they're like, I don't care. We need vegetables, not Wu-Tang. So whose fault is that? Whose problem is it that that went off the rails there and an artist or a person shared something, an opinion, an idea, and the audience or the other person decided they didn't like it and then there was scorn, there was negativity, self-doubt and everything in the artist. Whose fault is that? It's the artist's fault. It has to be the artist's fault. Why? Because we don't control the thoughts and feelings of other people. That's it. it. We can't control the thoughts and the feelings of the people around us. So if they have an opinion, that's going to have to be their opinion. So it's the artist's problem. It's an artist's sensitivity issue. Another case in point. I'm in the back seat quite a few years ago with the singer in a band I was in and me. And I'm the producer, bass player, and co-writer in this band. And in the front seat is the drummer and his girlfriend. And we'd, we had worked on a song for a long time and we're playing it for the 1117th time, of course, in the car. And at the beginning of the song, the singer had, had, um, had done a, a, an interesting ad lib that was kind of like swanky and cool. Like he said, good evening, good evening, good evening or something like that. But it didn't sound like Vincent Price like it did for me right there. It sounded like pretty cool. And it was, it was kind of a neat little talky ad lib at the beginning of the song and so we're listening to the song it comes on good evening good evening good evening comes on and uh, and the drummer's girlfriend tilts her head like this towards the back and just says see that's just the part that's the part there that I don't like that much and then comes back and keeps listening to the song side note this is the sweetest person in the entire world there is no chance it was malicious she's just doing her job as the audience be judgmental singer jolts up in between the drummer and the drummer's girlfriend shuts off the music violently shuts off the music comes back gets into sulk mode right away starts to stare at the window like it's a fucking phil collins video or something like that reflecting on the rain on the window one more night give me one more night just fucking devastated, right? And the drummer and the drummer's girlfriend start on with the apologetic shit, like, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean, I didn't mean, whatever. Too late. Soul devastation, right? Soul devastation. The artist is sulking. But they misunderstand the artist and the audience dynamic. That states that if you're going to share your art or your idea, that the audience or the person in your life is allowed to have an opinion about it. And they may choose to, to decide it's not good, and they may des- decide to vocalize that to you, and in that situation, that's what happened. So, what do you do there, then, as an artist? What do you do as an artist when you take your idea, and you polish it, and you make it nice, and you love it, and then you pass it to someone, and you go, what do you think? And they take it, and they look at it, and they turn it around, and they go, I hate it. And they pass it back to you. What do you do when that happens? There's two things you can do. You can sulk, and it's not wrong to, by the way. It's not wrong to get sensitive. It's not a thing where you get to go, I'm going to just be uh, uh, like, you know, bulletproof on people's opinions, okay? You don't need that, okay? It's not a wrong thing to accidentally get sensitive and huffy and fucking shitty about stuff, okay? But you can decide to do that, which is a waste of energy. Or there's only one other path, and that is to realize the artist and the audience dynamic and decide... Oh, yes, I was sharing art, so it's your job to be judgmental of that art. And if you choose to vocalize that and not like it, uh, I can decide to not identify with that opinion because I asked you to do it and I can't control the thoughts and feelings of other people. That's what we can do. So it's an artist sensitivity issue. And there's two ways that we can work on this problem of other people's opinions affecting our creative output and ultimately our life. Two ways. There's the internal way. Is the first way, what we just said. Awareness of the artist and the audience dynamic. Awareness that you asked to be judged and all they did was judge you, so don't identify. And then there's a second way, the external way. So follow me on this for a second. About three years ago, I worked with an artist, a transgendered artist, who was about a month or so away from fully owning it publicly, f- fully coming out as transgendered and identifying as such publicly. So a, l- a lot of risk there, a lot of intense emotion, a lot of opinions are going to be floating around this person. And this person went how do I claim my space? That was the question. And I went, what an interesting term that is. And so we dug in and we started to talk and I was trying to understand what they meant by this amazing term that was claim my space. And eventually what I learned was what they were saying is, is essentially, how do I get to my max energy in life and in art and everything? How do I get to my max risk and my max energy? And then survive the opinions of other people about that energy level without shrinking down? How do I claim my space? How do I do everything I want here? And when someone says, I hate that, I go, I don't care. How do I claim that? Instead of, I hate that, ooh, I hate that, E, eh, right? Comes down. No, how do I claim my space? And how you claim your space is is first... You have to train the people in your life on your space. You have to train the people to go, this is what I want to be at. This is my maximum energy and have them see it so they can go, whoa, that's a lot. And you go, I know. And they go, that's more than I've seen. Yeah. Is that you now? Yes, that was always me, but that's me now. I want to hit that on a daily basis many times because I need that energy to create and to present to remain sensitive to the inner and the outer workings of this universe so I can write cool shit and help people. That's what I need, that energy level. And they go, okay, so that's you now. Yes, that's me. So you have to claim your space by training the people in your life on what you look like and sound like and feel like at max energy so you can be there comfortably. And the other way is once you do that and you show people all of that and they go, oh, I don't know, you can start to get a sense of their reaction and their response to you at your max energy and you can start to go, hey, the way that you are presenting your opinion to me it, it is something that could work a bit better if I could help you learn how to treat me because I don't like the language when you say, I, I hate your snare drum. I, I think you suck at singing. I think... You know, your pitch is shitty. Like that language triggers me in a way that could just be better. You know, if you like me and shit, just we could work on the language. So I don't feel uh, like I can't be at my full energy because I'm going to take a hit for doing that. You can work on the people close to you by training them and then saying, Hey, can we work on how you are sharing your opinion with me? Cause you're allowed to, but can we work on how? So that's it, the internal way of awareness that it's their job to judge, the external way in training them on how to talk to you and on how to, on how to be claiming your space in a way that shows them who you really want to be. And you can survive people's opinions that way. If you recall Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker, he did Jimmy Kimmel, um, and Jimmy Kimmel kind of set him up when he was on the show. And he said, hey, there's footage of you yelling at a camera guy or something like that. And Joaquin Phoenix was like, okay. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, let's take a look. So they watch the clip and they come back and the audience is clapping. And Jimmy's a little bit proud of himself. And Joaquin Phoenix is like horrified. And he's just like, and, and he goes, I guess I should apologize to him. And everybody's like, yay. Yeah, don't be a dick to people. But And then he goes, but also not really and he and he says something very important that you will understand as an artist and the people that aren't artists won't understand. He goes, "I'm trying to get to a place." That's what he says. And he goes, "And if there's somebody walking around dis- distracting me from that, I can't get to the place." And people that aren't artists are like, "Fuck that dude. Don't be shitty with anybody under any circumstance." But he's like, "I'm trying to reach back into my childhood and pick an emotional moment that I can Poke myself with for 45 minutes over six or seven takes, and I have to stay in that emotional space. That requires that type of energy, the spiritual energy. I just, I have to stay there. So if you're fucking around in the background and I go, Can you not? I'm sorry, but I'm trying to get there and you don't get what it is. So as artists, we got to claim our space. We got to not let other people's opinions. Fuck with us and make us smaller. Claim your space. <laughs> State of the Artist Podcast.